everyone. Welcome to episode 13 of the Pro Series. Today, I'm so excited. Today, we have another HGTV star. Um, last summer, I was able to interview her father, who is another half of her show, Bargain Mansions. And today, I get to interview her. So I'm going to bring in Tamara Day. Can you hear me? Now I can. Awesome. How are you? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Great. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to sit down and talk with me today. You, you caught me at a good time. This is the, the right time of year to make it happen. <laughs> oh, awesome. Yeah, I was so excited because I um, interviewed your father, Ward, over the summer. We've been on Instagram talking with each other, and I'm like, I need to interview your daughter. So I reached <laughs> out, and I'm so happy you had time to do that. Happy to do it. This is fun. I know Dad had a good time. Yeah, yeah. No, we... He had the, um, he was in his Colorado house or something. And he had like that really beautiful background. Oh, yes. I just have design boards behind me. I don't have mountains. <laughs> us designers, that's beauty to us. Right. <laughs> I wanted to start this off by asking you how you got into design and how Bargain Mansion just kind of came about. So I, I think I always loved design and just didn't know it was a career. I have a degree in communications. And so... After college, I did sales jobs, but I was always working on apartments and our first home was a renovation that we worked on after we got married. And that was really when I realized, wait a minute, I really like making houses look good. You know, growing up on the farm, the houses we always had were, were farmhouses. They weren't, my parents didn't hire designers to, to design anything. So I didn't really know a whole lot about it. I just knew what I liked. And so I just kept going with it. And I was pretty okay at it when I first started and neighbors would say, Hey, can you come help me with this thing? And so it just built a little bit over time, small project after small project, really. That's really cool. And then that's kind of how you segued into bargain mansions. It was, you know, it took, it took a long time. Um, I would say it was, um, 2008 when we bought our current house and the recession hit halfway through renovating it. It had been foreclosed. We bought it as a, a foreclosure from the bank and it was in really horrific shape. It was not, you couldn't live in it. It was actually probably worse than any house that I've ever had on the show. Wow. So bad, bad shape. And um, we took it down to the studs, started from scratch and then the recession hit halfway through that. We had the roof on. The appliances were ordered, the floors were ordered, everything was on order, and then it was the world coming to the end, right? So I just started doing the work myself, and that was really what launched into the show, because because of the recession, I had to do the work myself, I had to figure it out, and I wasn't willing to compromise the style and the look of what I wanted, and so I made it happen on a really good budget, and then again, neighbors saw it, and we also didn't have the money to buy all new furniture. I couldn't just go out and fill it up with pretty things. And so I started estate sailing and buying old furniture, refinishing it. And I started having these big sales at my house twice a year. And we'd have all this furniture that I'd renovated and um, have about a thousand people come through food trucks and music and the whole thing and made a big event of it. And we'd sell everything in a weekend and just start over again. And that was how people started seeing my house, which led into people seeing me on social media and then the um, network executive finding me and asking if he could 
do something with me. And we were we were also flipping and, and renovating houses and had rental houses at the time. So we had a lot of a lot of irons in the fire. And your dad just kind of helped you with, along the way. Is that how that? Yeah. It was it was kind of like a hey dad, um, I've got the free after, I got a free afternoon to get this done. Will you come help me? And it just he just kept helping. That's what I like about the show because it's so unique to all the other shows, not just your design. Um, compared to everybody else's design, but it's also like your relationship with your dad because it's it's just completely different from any of the other shows on any of these channels. I and agree. I think it is it's something that resonates with a lot of people. You know, we whether you have a great relationship with your dad or had that that resonates, but it also I think inspires people to have better relationships with their parents and to realize you know lean on their expertise. Dad knows so much and he can help in so many ways that I just I don't know yet like he's he's been there done that why not learn from his experience and um and him being willing to help has been amazing um I'm super lucky yeah absolutely and being a designer most designers have like their own like signature style or you could just look at a picture and you could tell that someone did it and you kind of label your style as laid back lux. Could you explain yes. that a little bit to maybe someone that hasn't seen the show? So, you know, I'm a mom of four, but I like fancy stuff. I don't always have the budget for the fancy stuff. So making it comfortable, casual and livable with four kids. And it can't just feel like a, like, um, what's the, it can't be a castle, right? It can't be perfect all the time. It, it you don't want it to feel like a hotel lobby. You want it to feel like someplace you want to be. And so that's always my goal is make it interesting, have a few pops of the, the high-end pieces, but make it so that nothing's too precious and that your family still can live there and enjoy the space. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a completely different look than anybody's ever um, seen. And that's another reason why your show's successful and a lot of people see it um but when i when talking to your dad he kind of talked about how he, you kind of took interest in like renovation projects when you were younger and kind of did stuff with him oh i did not take interest in it he forced me <laughs> <laughs> oh then the other side <laughs> that, that was punishment no i he um you know, there's always a job when you're working on a farm and you live on a farm, there's always stuff that needs done. Mm -hmm. And so as a kid, it didn't feel like I was, let me go help my dad on this project. Just like my kids are not like, Hey, let's go do some drywall today. Like it just doesn't, they, they'd rather play Fortnite. Right. Yeah. So I'm sure there was plenty of whining from all four of us kids when we were little, but at the same time we were learning and it, it definitely sank in and built a mindset of do it yourself because yeah. at the end of the day, I think one of the best lessons that dad taught all of us is just to not be afraid, right? Like what's the worst that can happen? You know, yeah. when you're asking for something, the worst that can happen is no. The, if you're trying to build something, the worst that can happen is it falls down, right? Like what is the worst case scenario? And so you, if you start at the worst case and you work yourself the other way to the best case, most of the time it's going to end up on the best case, not the worst case. Mm -hmm. So keeping that in mind instead of fretting about it, I think is, is one of those really valuable lessons that we learned from dad. Just yeah. try it. 
Yeah, and I, you could sh- see that you're passing it down to your kids too throughout the show. As much to their chagrin, they don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> How has um, shooting kind of changed during the pandemic? Um, it's a lot more stressful. Um, it's caused a lot more time constraints and issues. Um, you know, obviously the masks that we've all become accustomed to, but at the beginning were so hard to deal with. And, um, it's also been just like everything else. It's no different than any other job. It's the isolation, even though we're filming a show and we're all together to film it, everybody's wearing the masks. And then as soon as we're done, we go back to our cars or to our own respective spaces instead of the normal is, okay, we shot this scene, let's sit down, have a, a water, chat about the next scene, let's figure this out, what's happening, and you stay in the house, you stay together, and it's that friendship and um, camaraderie of the crew, and that's missing in a lot of respects because we just can't stand around hanging out. We got to get it, got to get the work done, got to get in and out, and it's also meant a lot less um, of that human interaction with the trades. Yeah. I can't imagine working on a house with a mask on. <laughs> I There's a lot of things I can't imagine. <laughs> and, and I mean, <laughs> I, I look at my kids and they play basketball with a mask on. I'm like, that sounds horrible. Like, and my kid comes off the basketball court so red and I'm like, okay, if he can play basketball, I can, I can live with my mask. And stuff. <laughs> so it's, um, it isn't awesome. And, and on camera, I can't wear a mask. You wouldn't hear or see what I was saying. It would not work out. So that's the other, you know, distance from everyone having the mask off a lot of, I, I feel like I've had a lobotomy. I've been tested so many times, like it's testing all the time, making sure I'm okay. Yeah. And I mean, the show is just one part of your life. Oh, did you we have... cut out? No, I see you. See me now? Okay. Yeah. Um, the show is just one part of your life. You have many, many things else going on. You have, you're the CEO and founder of Growing Days Home and Growing Days Design. Um, could you explain a little bit about both of those companies? Sure. So we have Growing Days Home, which is our retail store. Um, this is you know, all things bargain mansions, a lot of the accessories, the artwork, the lighting that we sell right here in the store and then online as well at the, our e-design or our, on our e-platform for the store. And then we have e-design for people across the country. So we can work locally with design clients in your home, but if you are on either coast, we can also work with you on this e-design platform that is a really cool way to interact and during this time it's even working well with local clients that want to stay safe but still fix up their house yeah that's very cool did you do have that before the pandemic like before coronavirus we had started working on it it was not our main focus at the time but corona really that's one of the ways that corona really made us change and evolve was to look into that a little bit more um the show obviously we get requests all the time for design from Texas to New York and California. And we couldn't fulfill that. I'm one, I'm one person. I can only do so much. (laughs) And so I can't, I can't shoot the show, run the shop and be in, in California designing somebody's house. So we had been working on it, but we hadn't perfected it. And now it really has um, become a third leg of our business. 
That's awesome. And I, I bet oh, one good thing coming out of this pandemic is a lot people are more comfortable in front of the computer screen showing themselves. So this has probably helped a lot with that. Yes. It has for sure. With It's helped us with our business to, to push us forward, just like a lot of small businesses to, to push forward in that e-platform and get the online store in a place that we really like it, get the e-design to a really streamlined um, business. And then also it's just been, um, it's been a really good way for us to connect outside of our local reach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very cool. Um, for you. people that um, are around the world trying to do what you did, like when you started out to start renovating a home or get a home that's a foreclosure that's not livable, what advice do you have for them as they're starting out? So I would say um, one of the things that I did was I helped other people before I invested a ton of money myself, right? So we'd done our own house, but before I started buying and flipping or buying and, and renting, I had been hired by several people to help them with their homes. They'd seen the work I'd done on my own house. They wanted me to do it. I did it for a cheap rate, but it was, they got a great value. It took me twice as long, if not four or five times as long to design a room 10 years ago as it takes me now, right? So it's taken me 10 years to get to the point that I can get a room done pretty quickly. And so over that time, I think I learned so much. My clients got great value and that helped me in turn learn. I think if people can find an opportunity to learn while they work and accept that you're not going to get paid top dollar, right out the gate. You gotta, you gotta build from somewhere. I think that's the number one thing. And just, if you love it, study it, right? Like you don't have to go to school to learn about design. There's so many more platforms now than I ever had access to. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something that a lot of people, I think, steer them away from starting something new is because they don't know anything and they're not, they're scared to learn or step out of their comfort zone for that. So that's great advice for that. Yeah. My last question is a thinker. You kind of answered a little bit in the beginning, um, but if someone was to watch Bargain Mansions right now for the first time, what would you want them, what would their, you want their first um, watch to be like? What do you want them to take away from the show? You know, I think um, one of the things you said is the, the father-daughter relationship, I think, is is one of the things that does make us really unique and that having um me be the boss and you know it's kind of role reversal i think is is very inspiring for a lot of women and young girls i have so many kids that reach out to me and send i i get so many fan letters from kids that have drawn pictures and floor plans and it's just adorable and so i think that inspiration that just because i'm a girl doesn't mean I can't do it, right? Like that's not an excuse anymore. There's so many ways that you can do really anything you want to do. And having my dad support me and help me along the way, I think is is the most valuable part of watching the show is seeing how a friendship with your father can really make a difference. Yeah. Yeah. And I see that all watching your show throughout the years. So keep it up keep the show on um i want to make sure i want to thank you for coming on today and i want to make sure 
um, everybody goes and follows you on Instagram, and that's at Tamara Day, so it's just your name, and yeah. to make sure they download Discovery Plus to watch Bargain Mansions and get caught exactly. up. Exactly. So that's been a big question we've gotten for years is, how do I watch the first season? I see the new ones. How do I get the old ones? And now on Discovery Plus, you can literally binge all 28 houses, and it's going to take you time, but... <laughs> yeah, it'll be worth it. Well, it'll be worth it, but you can, you can easily access it now. It's really awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you, um, Tamara for coming on today. Um, I really appreciate it and well, this will be up soon. Sounds great. Thanks thank for having me. Much.